0: Do you want to lead us into it this time? I feel like I'm always doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. Go on, mate. Energy. <clears throat> Welcome
1: to In and Under for what is our sixth episode. Who's keeping track there, eh? Um, <laughs> you're joined by the man with a voice for radio, Carmen. G'day. G'day, Alex. How are you, mate? And the man with a face for radio, that's me. Uh, We've got a lot to unpack this week, so listen in closely. Over to you, Carmen. Good work,
0: mate. That was was good for the debut (laughs) intro. I'm nervous. (laughs) Nah, you did well, mate. (laughs) Love it. Should we jump straight in? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. NBA. Stink. All right, mate, kick us off. NBA, big week, especially a big week with the um, in-season tournament. There was like three games, wasn't there? Or three yeah, rounds?
1: Well, I, I'd assume that was more than three, more games, than three but... games. three games, <laughs> three
0: rounds. Three rounds of in-season <laughs> tournament games is what I meant to say. Yeah,
1: there was a few. It, it's what, on the Thursdays and Saturdays? No, Tuesdays and Saturdays. Is it? Um, I think it was two rounds okay. to unpack. But, uh, yeah, we, the people aren't here to hear the specifics. They're just here for the, the comical errors <laughs> that we make. Um, but before we get into that, I did want to talk about Draymond Green, the villain. Uh, he, he could be at Marvel with a Silver Surfer. He's <laughs> got a five-game suspension for what he did
0: to Rudy Gobert. Five. Did you see it? Yeah. No, but I heard about it is that but is that the same game that um Clay got ejected or no? Is that a different game?
1: Yeah, no, it was it was connected to that. So yeah. Clay Clay and McDaniels, is it? Yeah,
0: McDaniels got ejected, yeah.
1: Yeah, they got into it a bit of toin and throwing, bit of jumper pulling and all the rest of it. Um and then Draymond took matters into his own hands and uh <laughs> absolutely choked out the big Frenchman Rudy <laughs> Gobbert. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Draymond's been given a five-game suspension. So if you didn't see it, Clay and and this McDaniel's were getting into it, and then as usual, everyone comes around them, and Draymond comes out of nowhere and just fucking drags Rudy Gobert away by like the neck <laughs> so he's like got him in like a chokehold slash headlock and he's just dragging it <laughs> and Gobert's just got his hands out and he's like wee oh, wee oui, oui, I'm not doing anything <laughs> um, but yeah it's great value and it's Absolute classic, Draymond Green. I saw a highlights package, like a three-minute video, the other day, and it's just all his like ejections and dumb shit he's done throughout his career. For those
0: of you don't know, Draymond Green is notorious for just doing ridiculous things, mostly violent stuff. Hey,
1: yeah, no, just but you can tell that he's like he wouldn't have been tough in the nineties. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like he's he's that. I've got not much else to offer in the modern game, so I'm just going to fucking be a dick.
0: (laughs) He's entertaining though, but yeah. I I love when he's like talking as well in post-game interviews. There's never any accountability, is there? It's just everyone else's fault.
1: Yeah, no, he's, um, I think even Steve Kerr with this one was like, I think what he did was absolutely stupid. Mate, that's fair
0: play to get your arms around someone who's seven foot (laughs) ten. Like, that's actually well played. He should have got fouls taken off for that.
1: Go bear the big Frenchman, couldn't wait to fucking wave that white flag and surrender. (laughs) Um... (sighs) <sighs> no, but he, yeah, so Draymond's done that. But again, it's not the first time he's done something silly. Last year, before, I can't remember if it was just before the finals when he stomped on Sabonis yeah, or was that yeah, during yeah, yeah, the finals?
0: No, yeah, I think that was in the finals, wasn't it?
1: he like stomped on his chest and like made out that he sort of accidentally did it as, as you fucking do. You just accidentally stamp on people's chest all the time, Um, (laughs) but he's a muppet. I I actually don't really like him. I know his impact on the court is, is bigger than what I would give him credit for, but I think he's an absolute melon.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think he's a very important player, but the way he carries on is yeah, ridiculous. And like, like I said, I just hate the way he, speaks about yeah. the the instances that he finds himself in well not that he finds himself in that he creates but yeah again there's never any accountability he's yeah he's 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 a melon like you said
1: yeah he is um and costly like clay and you know clay was gonna get ejected he didn't know that at the time but him and mcdaniels were getting ejected and Uh, like grizzlies uh grizzlies what am i talking about timberwolves were there for the taking and they probably needed someone like draymond's sort of experience and he goes and gets himself chucked out and it ended up being a close game that they they ended up losing so it's just only hurts the rest of his teammates
0: it's just lame bravado type stuff hey yeah that's
1: what i mean like you know he wouldn't be tough like really um back in the day like he wouldn't have been chucking himself around like this but Oh, Any excuse. Even
0: now, I feel like he, like, picks his fight strategically. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't see him doing it against, like, LeBron or someone he knows would fucking, you know.
1: No, he's a LeBron fanboy, mate. He loves it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure he has probably at some point in his career. But, yeah, I, I just think, like this summer just gone they obviously extended golden state extended draymond green's contract for another few years and i think it was a great opportunity to move on from Mm, him like he's obviously got a track record of this shit and he's not going to change especially as he gets older like he's only going to feel more entitled and i think it was a big opportunity for them to to just start making changes and getting some more youth in their list and given
0: people game time and stuff but they didn't take it yeah. and i think this is what they deserve. In saying that though i i think it is hard to move on a player that has been part of such success like i think he's won what three rings or something yeah. like he has been integral like again i don't defend what he does or a lot of the stuff he does but um i do think he's a he's a good player when he when he wants to be.
1: Yeah. But in an industry as cutthroat as the NBA is, like they make business decisions all the time, and I think that was one that they could have made, yeah, um, and chose not to. Um, and yeah, like you said, he's been a big part of the, their success. He's got multiple rings with them, so it's hardly like he's he's a nobody. Um, yeah. So he'd definitely picked another team for himself. Uh, I'm sure there'd have been suitors for him, but. Yeah, I thought it was an opportunity missed from them, um, and now they're they're reaping the rewards of that decision with him in a five game suspension.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, uh, uh, they've lost the last two games on the trot, haven't they? As well, I think they're on six game loss. A six streak game now. loss streak. I think far out. I didn't
1: know it that yeah. much. I know Curry came back yesterday, and I do want to touch on when we talk about this. Warriors played uh, OKC yesterday and it ended up going to OT. Did you see the shot Chet Helmgren hit to take him to OT? No, I didn't. He got it from an inbound. I think there was like maybe 1.6 seconds, maybe less. Um, and he got it, and he's like turning away from the basket, sort of facing the sideline, catches, and just puts it up as he's sort of fading away and hits it to take him to OT, and it was unreal. Like, they probably didn't deserve to... To get to OT, and they ended up winning. Um, So, yeah, yeah, it was a massive shot. Big moment for Chet, obviously, first proper year in the league.
0: You like Chet as well. He was your rookie of the year, Chet, and he has been playing exceptionally well.
1: Yeah, no, he has. He's probably, like, really, I know Wemini Allen's got a big reputation, and he's been really good. But I think Chet's been just as good. Yeah, um, yeah, Chet. Possibly a touch more consistent.
0: Chet's definitely challenging for it, and... What Chet has in his favour is how well OKC are doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he's a piece of that. Like, he's playing good minutes. He's starting centre. The only thing was the other day I watched him against Warriors, the other game before this one, and there was times he was in the pain or, like, Trying to post up Chris Paul and he wouldn't just turn and <laughs> dominate him. He was getting pushed around by him and like a foot and a half, two foot height difference, and he's getting sort of pushed around by Chris Paul. It wasn't a great look for him, but yeah, he learned. Developed. There, and develop there was
0: quite a bit of that on social media. How like Chris Paul like out was like defending him. Like when yeah. There's like a two foot discrepancy, <laughs> <laughs> but it is good
1: to see the little man win That's sometimes, it. isn't it? The little. When by little, I mean six foot three <laughs> or four.
0: <laughs> on you, Chris Paul. I want to I, I wanna touch on something. You mentioned um buzzer beaters. Mm. Just all the flack that we copped from Harden finally got a chance <laughs> to give it back to yous Cause Yeah, this is your chance. Did we fucking see what Harden did to win the game? Well, who were they playing? Um, was it uh Rockets?
1: Yes, yeah, it was Rockets. Uh, it yeah, was an in-season
0: right. tournament game, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so, because I think it was Saturday, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, well there was like five seconds to go on the clock, I think, or yes, around that time, and Rockets had just scored. and um, They were level, weren't they? Or level, yeah, so Rockets just scored to take it into overtime, and then um, Clippers inbounded it and rushed it up the court, and I think... Paul George was open, was going to take the shot, and I think he got defended quickly, and they threw it to Harden, who was under pressure, and he just took a step back and like at least two meters beyond the three point line, <laughs> and just chucked it like in the air, got fouled, and it went in, and it was ended up being a four point play to to win the game from. It was just unreal, just the pressure he had on him. And he just, he took this little step just to give himself some room and just chucked it up. And it was just, yeah, it was such a clutch moment. And it was like the James Harden that everyone wants in their team, that clutch player that he has been for so long. So, or or everyone that has yeah said that he's going to be shit for the Clippers or the Clippers are going to be shit with him. And I said, give it time. It's only been one game, but get a dog up (laughs) Yeah. I feel like he's going to have
1: more bad games than good, but we'll let you have this yeah, one. Yeah,
0: i got to celebrate this one just in case <laughs> there's no more.
1: It was definitely a defining moment in, in his start to his time at Clippers, so hopefully he can build on it. Um, but Clippers, I don't really like watching him play, so I'm, kinda, I'm happy to see him not do well. I thought they'd be better than they are, and they... They haven't figured it out, and I still think they've got a lot of games before they do figure it out, but um given time I did quietly call Russ six man a year and he's now moved to the bench, so we'll we'll stay quiet. And he's we'll he's the played. Old Jose Mourinho. He's played
0: horribly since he's moved to the bench, to be fair.
1: <laughs> he's played one game off the bench and he didn't play great, yeah, I'll give you that. But he'll figure it out, mate. He's he's all star Russ. Now. I yeah,
0: I do hope Clippers figure it out because Like, I love especially Kauai, but like Kauai, Paul George, Harden, Westbrook, like just absolute superstars. You want to see them in postseason. So, yeah, you do. Um, And big, big Ivica Zubac as well. Want to see the Croatians do well. (laughs) The
1: (laughs) Croats coming out.
0: (laughs) All right. So, let's move on. Speaking of the the in season tournament, I know you wanted to, you mentioned the courts last time we spoke about it, but you wanted to go more in depth today about that. Yeah.
1: I did, yeah. I wanted to... We've had a chance to... I think we've seen them all by this stage. Um, and if not, you can get a link and you can see them all like on a picture. So you can have a good look for yourselves at each one. But I wanted to hear your favourites and maybe your pick of the bunch for worst. I know you're colour so This is probably Fun. very challenging for you. But uh, give us your best ones.
0: Well, I got my best ones. So I got like a little top five. Um, yeah, yeah. Go on. My fifth best is the Rockets.
1: Rockets? I'm going to look these up. Yeah, get them up. Because
0: I've got, like, written descriptions, but...
1: Rockets? That's horrible. Nah. With the H-Town blue Yeah, and red. that's
0: sick. I love, like, the full red core and then that blue strip. I reckon that looks cool.
1: Wow. Yeah, okay.
0: Again... It's <laughs> a bad stuff. Again, I'm colorblind, so I think it's just the colors that stand out the most that catch what my attention. What do you attention. like about the green and yellow on that? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um... <laughs> For my fourth favourite, I got the Knicks.
1: Oh, yeah, I did see that I one. like the the it.
0: orange and blue contrast of their colours. I think it looks neat. Um, yeah. Then my th- yeah, my bad. third one is the Bulls. It's just all red.
1: Fuck, you like that?
0: Yeah, I do. Wow,
1: what is wrong with you? It, Can you only see red or something? Yeah,
0: apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fucking hell.
0: No, I like it. I don't know, it's just... There's not another court like it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just wow. like, catches my attention. Um, okay. Two, my yeah, my number two, which is well, oh, I really wanted it to be number one, and it was until I saw number one. That was like the last one I saw. Um, yeah, but number two's paces. Paces, yeah, it's, mate. It's mate. Your top sick. five is like my worst. Top I five. love it. That full the- yellow court, oh, and then it's got God. that like light blue strip. And then, You're
1: a fucking weirdo, and then it's
0: got indie written in the middle. I don't know. I like it. These are horrible. Go and Google these listeners because these are horrible you'll, takes. You'll love my number one then, and it <laughs> caught me right at the end. I like nearly closed the tab and gone. Yeah, I've seen enough. But last thing I saw was the old jazz with their all purple core. No,
1: I, I I can get around that. That's a
0: great. Cool. Yeah, that's I love sick. that one. And you know, it's I, I, I do believe they're trying to promote in and under with our colours. <laughs> That court, so look out. There could be some in and under sponsorship no. seat on that court. So, how is that in and under? Don't we have? It's purple. Don't we have pink? Purple in our title? Do we? We got pink. We don't have purple. I, to be honest, they are the exact same colours to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant. But anyway, that's I'm that's glad m- we got you on. That's my top five. I I don't know about the nets. The nets is like the nets looks like what a court would look like for colorblind people. It's just fucking great.
1: <laughs> that's what dogs see. Yeah. So I don't want to i I don't
0: want to have a reminder of my disability. And that's what that court does for me. So
1: Yeah. yeah right. That's probably
0: my least favourite, my own teams.
1: Interesting. Yeah, okay. I don't have a top five, but uh I'll <laughs> give you a few of my favourites. Atlanta is really nice. Powdery blue. A couple of different yeah, shades I, of light blue. I didn't
0: mind that one actually, yeah. You know, I'm a baby blue fan. Um, very, I quite like Hornets. Sorry, on the Atlanta, what I, I like about it is like it's very different to their usual colors, hey?
1: Yeah, well, that's what I don't get. And the same with Pals. Like Pals have got like a luminous mm, green on mm. theirs, and you're like, that's not their colors. So I don't really get where they get them. But, yeah, all for it. Um, Atlanta, a very nice. Boston, I quite like. A bit of green, a traditional yeah. green and cream. Uh, Raptors is sick. I love Raptors. The black. It's kind of like the one you said with Nets that you're not keen on. I really like mm. the, the Raptors one. Um, and also Jazz. Yeah, you mentioned it before. Jazz is
0: sick. Yeah, no, it's, it's the best one.
1: The purple one. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. I quite like Portland's too. There is a lot of red and it's got like the plaid Rip City across the middle.
0: Oh, yeah. I like that logo. That yeah. looks cool.
1: Um, so, yeah, they're my, my ones. And the worst one is... By far, Bulls, which I can't believe has made you top ah, three. But I like it. There you go. You're off the fucking mark again.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> no the there. listeners want to hear, though, is just the polarization between us. Disagreement. That's yeah. It.
1: Um, on the in season tournament, though, I did want to touch on Spurs, Grizzlies, Washington, and Detroit are all out of contention for the tournament. So bye-bye in-season tournament for them, no money coming into your wallets, Um, boo-hoo. Is it a surprise with any of them?
0: Nah, no, not at all. (laughs) Not at (laughs) all. Well, actually, if you're looking at it from the start of the year, Grizzlies is a surprise, but based on how they're tracking this year, then, yeah, no, definitely not.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I guess we'll touch on... What happens from here? I don't think we really delved into the next steps. Um, they obviously play each other once. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're getting close. To, I think there's been three games for most teams. So it's close to playing everyone in their, their group because there's only five teams. Yeah, And then the top of each group go through. So six teams go through at the top. Yeah. And then a wild card from each in the east and the west, which is the team that is second in their group with the best record and that includes points differential. So like kind of like goal difference, you know how it's like most points scored versus conceded. Uh, So yeah, one team from the West and one team from the East will fill those wild cards. So you're left (coughs) with eight teams and then they'll do quarterfinals and it's knockout from there.
0: Yeah, cool. See, this is, Um, this is what I like about the structure of the tournament is that, you're right there mate you swallowed a fucking fire. <clears throat> Coffee went down the wrong hole. Um yeah what I like about the structure of it is is that even though these teams are out they still have something to play for and that the result goes to the regular season so that yeah, you know right. there's not teams now going to be less competitive they're still yeah. going to be competitive yep. in these later games like and that's yeah I think that's what's really smart about the structure of this tournament.
1: Yeah, there'll be no teams just losing for the sake of it because it does go to their record. Yeah, 100%.
0: Um,
1: Which, yeah, it's a very clever way to do it. I agree with you there. Mm. Um, You can't sort of do a West Coast and go, oh, we're just going to (laughs) tank.
0: Get Um, Harley Road. Yeah,
1: (laughs) to to get Jason (laughs) Orn Francis. (laughs) Yeah. Um but yeah, that was that was my in-season tournament knowledge. Uh, so you've put me to the test there. Nice, man. Anything else, NBA, you wanted to chat about?
0: <clears throat> um, Nugs have been disappointing the last week or so.
1: Yeah, Jamal dropped out and he got, I think he's got a hamstring Hanny, yeah. injury. Um, so I think they'll be fine though. I don't think they'll be, you know, part of a sinking ship anytime soon. I think they'll figure it out. And yeah, it is a little disappointing. They've lost a couple of close ones, Mm. um, which is usually their forte—just sneaking those wins. So, um, I I think Pistons have been a real disappointment. I know they're pretty average, but I thought they'd they'd come a bit good. They got Monty Williams, the old Suns coach, Cade Cunningham's back in. Um, They've got some real potential, but they're just not delivering. Mm, Um, So they've got used to just losing, which is. Shit. they've
0: got quite an extensive injury list, I know that, um which isn't helping them, but yeah, I really thought they'd be ones that would creep up a bit this year, but yeah, yeah. and what yeah, about
1: had them had them better than they're doing?
0: What about your um your blazers they've They've yeah. really surprised me i I thought I didn't think they were gonna you know come out of the blocks hot, but they've started much poorer than I thought.
1: No, again, I think they've got up there with the worst injury list as well. Um, missing
0: some really key players, hey?
1: Scoot out, Simon's out, Brogdon, Brogdon out. That's your three guards. They've got Skylar Mays, who was on a two-way, I think, now playing mm, yeah. point guard. Shane Sharp starting, um, which is nice to see. But He's
0: been good. I think that's been the best thing about these injuries is giving him that's opportunity. That's the silver lining.
1: Yeah. yeah, 100%. Jeremy Grant's playing really good basketball as well. Yeah, he is. Um, I'm just interested at what point they'll pull the plug, uh, like, and just get rid of some of these players that do have value, because they're clearly not going to challenge for anything this year. Could a team use a Jeremy Grant that's in contention? Could a team use Brogdon? He was great for the Celtics on their run last year to finals. Um,
0: Yeah, yeah. well, definitely. I think those players can definitely be utilised in other teams, but... <clears throat> do do Blazers go well? Once we get a fit Simon's back and a Scoot, you know, we can maybe turn this season around. Possibly,
1: I think Scoot is is probably even in the games he's played, he hasn't looked super convincing. So mm. he looks like he's going to take more time than maybe initially thought. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's there's a couple of players like Brogdon. I really would be surprised if he's still at Portland. Um, Rob Williams has lost all his trade value. Really. With being injured, I yeah. don't think they'd get rid of him. Not this year, at least. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd keep my eye on them as, as potential movers in before the trade window. And so, yeah, watch this space. Yeah,
0: no, it'll be interesting to see what happens. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up NBA for today. Yeah, cool. Hit that sting. For what?
1: Uh... What should we go into?
0: Quiz? Trivia Quiz, time. Right, let's do it. Yep, I'll oh, hit the sting. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This thing's been hit.
1: Hello, and welcome to this edition of Trivia, where Alex, or Xander as his friends call him, tests Carmen's knowledge of general things um <laughs> using a random trivia generator online um so yeah i've found this random trivia generator today and i'm gonna test your knowledge carmen
0: are you ready born ready mate love me trivia is that brain warm um it's definitely warm will it work <laughs> don't know yeah we'll see
1: um so there's a few different categories it's kind of like a um What's that game? Is it Trivial Pursuit where you've got different categories of questions yeah. and you have to collect the like cheese
0: slice thing? Yeah, sounds like. Yeah, um, until you said cheese slice thing, it sounded like all trivia games. But yeah, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, so we've got
1: arts, science, entertainment, history, general knowledge, and geography. Nice. Which you want to start with? Uh, is there no sports? Let me see if I scroll
0: down. Did you say sports? There is not? not. No, uh, there's no sport.
1: Yeah, this is not a sports podcast. All
0: right, so. let's get like a history out of the way. Oh, <clears throat> so right. wait. So, do I have to get all of them right until I win?
1: Look, there's not much you can win. Okay, you just get to end, end the segment <laughs> early. Um, we'll just do a few and see how you get on. Um you ready? Yeah. What European conflict lasted 116 years? Oh, You'd know this being a, a good old-fashioned European. That fight. was,
0: that was, the Hundred Years' War, I believe, and that was between England and France. You are right on the money.
1: Now. I did not back you in for that. Yeah,
0: no, nah, mate. I know some history.
1: If <laughs> you, I'm checking your tab history. You're <laughs> cheating. You're on Randy and <laughs> Jenna. This is you've created this link and now I'm just yeah, playing into your little game. Oh nah, right. mate, I, I knew that one. Alright, we'll go into a bit of literature for you, uh, in the arts section. Oh, so what we're, kinds of creatures sorry mate, save your questions for after. Okay. What <laughs> kinds of creatures were Flopsy and Mopsy in the first book by Beatrix Potter? By Beatrix Potter. Or Beatrix Potter. I don't know why I said Beatrix. She's not a fucking
0: fruit. Can you give me a bit of insight into who Beatrix Potter is? She carried it from Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, she's Harry's long lost
1: cousin. Um, no, she is uh, a writer from England back in the day. Um, so what? She's, oh, fucking hell. she's written a few very popular books which I cannot recall. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Yep, yeah, that's bee chicks for you.
0: Which creatures? Uh, you you can they, give up, man. But are they mythological or are they real? No, they're real creatures. As a clue, um, they
1: are chickens. <laughs> Look at all those chickens! <laughs> 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 they're not. They're rabbits. Rabbits. And, uh, yeah. Fun fact: We had a rabbit called. Uh, Mopsy, I think I've just lost so many questions because I clicked on the answer. But they <laughs> are rabbits. Just um, <laughs> go and try this random trivia generator for yourself. It's very user friendly. Um, said no one ever.
0: So which? <clears throat> I was Sorry, say... mate. Are,
1: are you the quiz master? I just thought to
0: ask a question that you said your bunny was called Mopsy. Was you? Yeah. Is Joanne Mason a a Beatrix Potter fan? She is.
1: Yeah, yeah. she's a, a big Potter fan.
0: Shout out Joanne, friend of the pod.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's not going to listen to this. <laughs> uh, right, science for you next, or do you want entertainment?
0: Do I get I get a choice? Thank you. Um, yeah, you gotta, you just, you're going to do both. You just which threw one you want me to? into the literature one. Literally, the literature. One. <laughs> literally, uh, can I have um, what were they again? <laughs> That was the question. Which of <laughs> the two
1: categories I asked you? No, science or entertainment?
0: Go science.
1: Oh, you did do this with SDPT. Um, shout out to him. <laughs> Which planets in our solar system have rings around
0: them? Or oh, Jupiter? Yep, there's four. Saturn? Yep. Neptune? Yep. Or is yeah. I think Uranus.
1: I think yeah. If you've had a big curry, which <laughs> which planet's curry? You got them right. Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, and Uranus. Fair play. Um, yeah, you spent most time in Uranus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, come on. Good let's stuff, go. Good stuff, man. Up. Good
1: stuff. What We're on to entertainment here. Eh? What movie did the villain Hans Gruber appear in?
0: Oh, I feel like I should know this. Christmas movie? But I don't. Hans Gruber. Oh, is yep. that The Grinch? <laughs> <laughs> no. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's not Home Alone. No. I don't know how many Christmas movies, eh? My. F- my favourite one's Elf. Um,
1: I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Just answer the question, man.
0: Hans Gruber. Oh, Die Hard.
1: Die Hard. Yeah. Frank. No,
0: that's a tricky one because uh, some people don't classify that as a Christmas film, but yeah.
1: I thought you would, man. Yeah, no, nah, not um, me. I mean... <laughs> Which US state is nicknamed the Yellow Hammer State? We're on to geography. I was going
0: to say, we're not in entertainment still, are we? The Hammer State.
1: Famous for its incest. Missouri. (laughs) Missouri business, Paramore. Is that your song of the week? Uh, Or Alabama. Alabama, you're on the money. Alabama Hammer.
0: Yeah. I was, um, I was born there, mate.
1: And we'll ask you one more and I'll give you the choice, right? We've got history, general knowledge, general knowledge again, <laughs> entertainment,
0: or arts. Let's go general. General, which one is two? Uh Go general knowledge.
1: Just say right or left. Uh Right. Right, okay. Viticulture, this is probably the more difficult one, fuck so I'm glad yeah. you asked. Viticulture is the growing and harvesting of what plants?
0: Vita. Can you spell v- it for me?
1: V I T I C U L T U R E.
0: How the fuck does that pronounce Vita?
1: Wait, can you spell I Cup? I Cup. Yeah. <laughs> come on, mate. Yeah, come on, mate. You spell it out, and I'll call you a galab. Oh, I c u p. No, <laughs> but it,
0: no. Is that actually how it's pronounced? That word?
1: Viticulture. Viticulture. Oh,
0: viticulture. Ah. Uh, um. Oh, I didn't know that that was one. What whole was word. I speaking fucking French? Nah, before, I, I thought vita was what the word was but it's yeah connected to the viticulture um is it the growing and harvesting of what plants
1: is it marijuana it is not it is grapes Uh, I reckon P. Didda would have known that so yeah shout out P. Didda um that ends random trivia generator for today thank you for playing along let us know how you did in our mailbag
0: kind of done as well as me. I nailed that. i Partic- yeah, not... Didn't keep you how many he got, but it wasn't many. Particularly the last one. Some might say that marijuana and grapes have the same effect on your physiology. So, close. Thanks for thanks for playing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> over to you. All
0: right. No, back over to you. It's... ah uh, oh, fucking hell. EPL, mate.
1: Well, EPL, it was a quiet week. Um, Obviously, we're back on international break, which is just ridiculous. But we're back on international break, so no EPL games were played this weekend. Um, But one big story, Everton, your mates, the better team in Liverpool, (laughs) um, the team that puts the Mersey in Merseyside, uh, Everton 10-point deduction. Yeah, what do you reckon? Did you see that?
0: I did not, but I, um, I just had a conversation with someone like literally an hour ago about it. Um, yeah, what if <clears throat> FIFA fair play rules breached or something?
1: Financial fair play, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So they <laughs> they essentially had too big a loss, like in terms of money as a business. They did, Premier League rules dictate that clubs can lose up to 105 million pounds over a three-year cycle, um, and Everton lost 124.5 million, so they were 19.5 million over the limit. That is steep. Um, yeah, it's and then they have yeah they had a few reasons why, and they have appealed the decision, but they have officially lost 10 points at this stage. How can you um, sanction? And that's a that's a the biggest. Um, like sanction that there's been in in terms of points deduction in Premier League history. Yeah, that
0: feels like it's rough to sanction a team based on the based on how well they run their business.
1: Yeah. Um I thought yeah. initially
0: I thought it was they did um some dodgies in regards to like buying players or you know things of that nature. I don't I yeah. don't think it was that. Well,
1: yeah, they. I mean, their reasons for for obviously doing so will come out, and I think there's things like they had like the they blamed the Ukraine Russia war. Like they had a sponsor, I think, that was um, from Russia that they had to cut ties with, which obviously loses money. They, I think, it was Guilty Sigurdsson. They like had his contract, which they had to pay out, but they cut him, like sort of made him quit from the team because of his issues that they, they sort of had issue with, which I don't know exactly what they were, but I think it was relating to sexual stuff. Um, So not great on his part. But, yeah, so they've been finding that, that like, they've had issues with the financial fair play, and they have lost 10 points, which takes them in the table, I think, Bottom, from 14th it? to 19th. Fuck, yeah, um, relegation. I think they'll stay up. I genuinely think they'll still stay up. They've because,
0: been doing well, haven't
1: they? Yeah, they're. I think they're only one point off the the relegation. Like the next team that's out of relegation, and they've been pretty good this year. I think they've had four wins already. Um, they've exceeded expectations early on, but this is obviously a big hit for them. Um, yeah. But yeah, very tough, tough one for them.
0: Does this sort of now? Have a domino domino effect in regards to the potential sanctions of Man City and Chelsea because I know that they're yeah. under investigation at the moment. Do you think that's going to put pressure to really, you know, get get these um, investigations right and and have even further sanctions? Because if Everton are getting ten points for that, surely um, Man City are due a few more for the claims that have been made against the things that they've done. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, they've got fuckloads of financial fair play sanctions, I believe. Yeah, um, and I think theirs is on the other end where it's like overspending and paying yeah. too much. Definitely with Chelsea. Um, so yeah, it does. You want to see him come down hard? If this is the sanction for Everton, which is ten points for for this, I want to see him come down real hard on City and and Chelsea because it's just unfair to 100%. see. It would be classic Premier League if. Everton, this team that are not the biggest team. They're the biggest team in Liverpool by a mile, but they're not the biggest team in Premier League terms. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad you agree with that. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, that it would be good to see these big fish, which are just mega businesses. You know, essentially they're just buying people off. Um, get punished fairly, which 100. I mean, it, it's relegation, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. losing titles and relegation. And a lot if of this money. This is the sanction for Everton.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like if you know, the EPL and, and FIFA as a whole want to sort of uh remove the corruption sort of title that is floating around them for a long time, I feel like they need to really make firm decisions in regards to how they sanction City and Chelsea here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do think they need to put a line in the sand here and, and really set a precedent for the rest of the league that like they can't just keep doing this shit with financial fair play. Like if we're going to have it as a rule, we're going to
0: abide by it 100%. And if if they give tolerances and leeway to City and Chelsea, <clears throat> to me it's only showing that it's more corrupt. That they don't yeah. that they don't want these big teams who make them more money to potentially lose them money.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I yeah couldn't agree more um, but yeah, massive forever massive that could you know it could relegate them if if they're not careful and they have a slump in form now on the back of this, it could be really bad for them, and that's pretty shit. Nah, but yeah, 100%, um, nah. And ne- next week, we'll move on from financial fair play now. We've got next week is the early kickoff. I think I mentioned it last week. You've got Liverpool v City, so big team yeah, via small team. Big, um,
0: big game for the big team, Liverpool. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, right. Um, but yeah, that will be a good one. Good for the neutrals to watch. So mm. stick it on and have a watch. Um, and I haven't looked at the rest of the fixtures, so we'll just give that
0: update. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just wanted to say as well, a big congratulations to Manu this week who didn't drop any points. Oh, uh, yeah, good one, mate. It's good. Good one. they we're cruising.
1: I, I don't want to hear anything other than Manu in cruise control. 10 <laughs> hugs at the wheel. And we can't be stopped.
0: Um, yeah,
1: pride of the North.
0: Yeah, right. So, <laughs> um, in regards to the international break, you know, there wasn't. Um, a lot of football happening in the domestic leagues leagues, obviously, but it actually gave us the opportunity to catch up with, with a mate of ours who we've, um, we've spoken about on the pod before. Um, but yeah, he, he took some time away to come visit Alex and I, um, and we've got him here. Um, and we're going to bring him on as our special guest this week. So he's actually outside. I think he's on the phone to, to some of the representatives from Bayern Munich, but I'm going to go, um, interrupt him and, and bring him in it is of course harry kane um so yeah we're super excited to have him on the pod today and um hopefully you you enjoy the chat we have with him i'll i'll be back in in a little sec
2: i'll be back <laughs> all right uh, yeah brilliant all ready to go lads <laughs> all right we're back we've
0: brought harry kane in he's he's finished <laughs> talking to the big dogs in in Germany. Um,
2: Harry, welcome to the In the Pod. Thank you so much for being here on the International Break. Yeah right, thanks, both family, lads. It's been uh, it's been a long time <laughs> in the making, but I'm uh, you know, I'm really excited to be here. It's good to see you both. Yeah, no, good to see you too. Um Alex, you wanna kick us off on
0: any questions for our mate Harry here?
1: Yeah, when did you get in? As um when did you fly into Australia? It's obviously a long trip from Germany to here. When did you get in? Oh
2: the well, international break has been for a couple of weeks now and uh, you know uh <laughs> Had a had a game on uh, a couple of nights ago, uh, managed to score me one, so and I thought I'd dip down, see my good mates over here for a second, and, uh, and I'll be heading back uh, in a couple of hours or so, because we've got North Macedonia, I think, soon, so yeah.
1: Yeah, tomorrow at 6.45am, uh, Oz time, Melbourne time, so you obviously have a bit of trouble getting back in time, but we we don't doubt that you've got a nice private jet. to stream you on home but thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us mate it means a lot having you on um so yeah how's germany
2: how's life in uh in old munich yeah no germany's uh it's been fantastic they've been uh really accommodating to me over in munich uh i've i mean you can tell from my performances i mean i'm just uh scoring loads of goals uh getting assists and whatnot so yeah just really loving my time in munich it's been great on that mate, because you
0: are banging in goals, but there's one goal in particular that I want you to talk us through. That absolute pinger from inside your own half. Can you can you talk us through that one, mate? That was one of the goals of of the century,
2: really. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I thought I was just coming off watching that uh, David Beckham documentary, like Mace was, and you uh, know, saw a keeper off his line, and I thought, you know, I'm just bloody up right now, so. Had the ping in there. Uh, yeah, it's going in, hasn't it? It's uh, I think that was my 11th or 12th of the year. It was great. We, we've been through
1: this, Harry. Feel free to call me Xander, you don't need to call me Mace. Um, but yeah,
2: sorry, mate. That's yeah, uh, yeah, so uh, like Xander was watching, yeah, the, the Beckham documentary. Yep.
1: <laughs> I, I just wanted to ask, how are you going with the German over there? Are you you pick much up? What's your favorite phrase over there?
2: Um, yeah, well, it's like you know, it's a tough language, the old German, uh, but. Yeah, you struggle it. with
1: English at times, don't you as well? Yeah, but, um,
2: that is true. You know, at the best of times, days Xander. Um, but you know, I think I just I love saying Wunderbar. You know, all the all the fans. You know, they're always just saying, "Oh, that really Wunderbar!" And uh, I picked that one up really well. I think it means uh, brilliant, which is great. <laughs> nice one, mate. Um, what about super? You know, super. Uh, is that just an English word super is that <laughs> English and Croatian apparently mate. Oh, um, brilliant. Um, should have told you that one yeah well, he has gone the other way to, to tottenham and he he's tries to speak English old Ivan but uh, uh. <laughs> on on that
0: bringing up tottenham again you've you've obviously it's been noted <clears throat> extensively that you know you've moved away from from a big club, your boyhood club um to go to Munich. what's it been like? being away from the Spurs, you know, and particularly a year they've really done really well and a, a team that, you know, you've struggled to to have success with for a while. And do you think it's got a lot to do with Big Ange? And if so, what's what's your take on Big Ange too?
2: Fucking uh, long question. Yeah, I'll try to take all that in common. Thanks, mate. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, like you said, Tottenham was, uh, was a big part of my life for a long time, you know. Scored a lot of goals there, had a lot of great times with uh, with some great people. But uh, you know, it comes to that time where you know my time was up. I was uh, really hungry for a trophy, so I went to best team in Germany. It seems in uh, in Bayern Munich. But uh, yeah,
1: that's it. Joined the Farmers League, uh, which we we'll, we won't put any discredit to you for. Um, I guess one of the last questions I wanted to ask, you came out with Spurs to Australia recently in the pre-season and uh, what's your favourite part of
2: Australia? Ah, oh, well, I mean, there's, it's such a big bloody country, isn't it? It's just, uh, you know, you've got Western Australia and then South and, you know, there's, there's no Eastern <laughs> Australia, apparently. It's just the West and the South. But, I mean, uh, it's a brilliant country, a lot, a lot of great people here. I, I really enjoyed all my time, to be fair
1: thanks harry appreciate you coming on mate uh safe travels getting back over to to north macedonia or wherever you're playing you you probably wouldn't even care you'd be banging
2: them in anywhere (laughs) yeah it really doesn't matter where i'm playing mate Uh, if i manage to score i'll try and chuck up the little extras under for you mate all right (laughs) thanks mate thanks for joining us
0: yeah thanks mate we really appreciate it and uh Good luck with the game against North Macedonia and good luck for the rest of the year with with Munich and uh, hopefully we'll talk
2: to you again soon, mate. Yeah, I really appreciate it, lads. Cheers for having me on. Uh, Forts are in and under, eh, as they say in Italy. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Harry. All the best, mate. Cheers. ta da All
0: right, well, that was Harry Kane, eh?
1: Cool, yeah. What, What a pleasure it was chatting with a young man, um absolute honor to speak to him absolutely on, on to uh, croatian word of the week let's do it
0: <laughs> all right croatian word of the week i just wanted to do a quick review so we've had four words so far and i just want to see yep. how how well your croatians doing And if you can remember our words, so I'll give you the words, and you just got to tell me what they are in Croatian, uh, in English, if you remember. That's right. Yep. So the first week we had super. So tell me what super super means.
1: That was a toughie, to be honest, and it's hard to recall it even now because obviously that's got quite a different meaning to the uh, English term, which is also super. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that one was
0: fairly straightforward. Yep. Ah, Correct. Bang on. All right. The second week. It was, if my memory serves me well, uh, it was Kuzitsa.
1: That's it. It was Kuzica, Um And that means
0: us. That does. Well done. So, yeah, hey, mate. I'm listening, mate. You're I'm learning. tuned That's in. That's good. All right. And then a couple of weeks back, we did Vragolyan.
1: Vragolyan was correct. And that was a good one. It was tough. Oh, Vraglian, um... Even to this day, I can't remember <laughs> what that is of Rago.
0: Come on, search your brain. Flag
1: on again, <clears throat> That one, no, I do not remember a thing from that. It, um, it
0: applied to the topics we speak of, just to give you a clue. Fuck. Particularly sport behaviour.
1: That's right. I do remember it. You're correct. You're on the money. You are spot on, my friend. And it is. It's like a sore loser.
0: <laughs> no, mate. It's a lad. Remember.
1: It's a larrikin. <laughs> larrikin, It is exactly a Larrakin, yeah. yeah. Nick Larickin plays for North Melbourne. Ah,
0: you knew um, that, mate. You just wanted to test me, didn't you? Yeah.
1: No, that one was obviously larrikin. Good Great. stuff,
0: mate. And the one last week that. P. Did They helped us with himself was Galeb. Do you remember? Yes. Do you remember Did there's explanation of Galeb? Well,
1: th- this one's a double meaning, mate. I remember that much. It's both seagull um, and it is also a bit of a pervert.
0: Yeah. It is yeah. young men <laughs> who purrs on, on a young girl's. Don't give it away. <laughs> They'll know that there's no P. Did there. It's just you. Oh, God. All right, <clears throat> we will get him in again. Um, today he's uh, indisposed, but um, he gave me this next word, which is today's word. And it's Ooh. sort of similar, well, very similar theme in keeping with that it's a bird. So I'll give you a um, Correct. a little hint there. <laughs> and it also has another meaning. All right. So this week's word is kukavitsa. It's another double, double meaning. Another one. double meaning. So it's a it's a type Kukavitsa. of bird, and it also means something else. So Kukavitsa. what? Yeah, what bird do you think it might
1: Kukavitsa. be? Kukavitsa. Um, as always, when you know what I'm going to ask, stick it in a sentence.
0: Um, Kukavitsa is a bird, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a gallop. Which no, is no, it's a not gallop. a gallop, but. Think about onomatopoeia here. And I don't know if that word actually relates to what what. It I'm sounds like it. what it is. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, well, then it's right It's not a kookaburra then. Oh, it's very similar, very close in in the sound Kukavita. of it. Kookaburra. Oh, obviously it's close in the sound of it because one's
1: kookaburra, one's kookaburra.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean the actual one sounds like it too, mate. Kookaburra. Think of the first half of it in particular, cook. Cook yeah, like
1: cooking. Uh cooking sausage.
0: It's a bird still, mate.
1: Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cook. Um what what birds cook?
0: What uh, what do you do when you look at your watch? What are you looking at? The time. Yeah, and where else can you see times? A time. Clock? Yeah, yep. And is there a bird that is synonymous with clocks?
1: Yes, there is. The rooster. <coughs> He's howling in the morning.
0: What bird comes out of a clock when it strikes a certain time?
1: Oh, uh, yes. The cuckoo clock. The what yes. bird? Is it a budgie? No, oh, dude, you fucking said it. <laughs> what is it?
0: It's not... It's a cuckoo clock. A cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. Go. yeah, cuckoo, cuckoo bird. bird, yeah.
1: <laughs> Good knowledge of birds. <laughs> David Attenborough. bird, right?
0: <laughs> Fuck it out. <laughs> Alright, so we got the first half. Now okay. you gotta tell me what the second meaning is. So it's a cuckoo bird, but it also is a name for clock. given to someone. No. Yep. Oh. It's also a name given to someone. Um Oh, what's a, what's a hint I can give without giving it away? All right, there was, there was a particular instance last week where I wanted to put a particular bet on, um, but you were a bit afraid that it was going to come, that it wouldn't come through um, because it was slightly a bit risky, but I thought it was going to come through and I wanted to go hard at it. Now, <clears throat> it ended up coming through um, and because of your behavior associated with that, I could easily call you this for not wanting to put a risky bet on. A coward. You are a coward, and that is the word. Bang a on.
1: kukovic says coward.
0: coward. Yeah, it's a cuckoo, and it's also, yeah, what you can call a coward in oh,
1: Croatian. Oh, so it's a cuckoo <laughs> clock bird. Yeah. And it's also Just a the cuckoo
0: bird, mate. Just a cuckoo bird. They happen to be in bird. those clocks, yeah. I'll
1: tell you what. If there's something I'm enjoying, it's learning and it's getting knowledge from you, mate. Good stuff, um,
0: mate. No, you. you so you, thank you. You're doing really well. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, I'm just
1: increasing my knowledge of birds. I've got a seagull <laughs> and cuckoo. Class.
0: <laughs> Fucking out. Working work in a zoo over there. Get me in the Zagreb Yeah, we'll try and go off the bird topic next week, but I literally asked my grandfather and he gave me like seven different birds and I'm like, I don't know what you think is with birds, but apparently a lot of them got double meaning, so that's where they're interesting.
1: He likes them, doesn't he? The old boy. Yeah, he does.
0: All right, well, that was this week's <laughs> he loves Croatian birds. bird of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just change the segment. <laughs> Join us uh, next week when we uh, get into another word. Let's fly on out of this segment, eh? <laughs> That's it. See what I did there? Oh, oh, beautiful, mate. Well done. This is why I do a <laughs> pod with you. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into AFL and AFLW. It doesn't get any better than that, champion. I'll tell you what. Get a big dog up, you Collingwood. You fucking deserve it.
1: Welcome to AFLW, and you're joined with a couple of non-experts. There's no Clarky this week. Um, He didn't die or anything, he's just not available. Um, (laughs) uh, So Geelong played Melbourne in what was for three quarters a pretty uneventful affair um, down at Icon Park in Carlton.
0: Just first, was this the first game, or was the Crows-Swans the first game of the weekend?
1: This was the last game of the weekend, uh, but as we do, we work backwards in the show. Um, there's no cuckoo clock here to tell us which times what. Yeah. Um, so wait. So, so
0: first, just to just to give a review, there were only two games this week, right? Two semi-finals.
1: There were yes, <clears throat> okay. yes. There was two semi-finals, um, and the and winner played Melbourne.
0: The winners advance to the prelim next week, and the losers go home. Right. Do you want to do this segment, mate? Every time, no. I, I just speak, want you, to make sure we. You we're, I just want to make sure we're giving the listeners a bit of a review so they understand what's going on. But you take Beautiful. you take it away. Um.
1: Right. So Geelong <coughs> played Melbourne on Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um. And Geelong came away winners, but it was a close encounter. Is that what you say with aliens? No, it was a tense affair. Um. <laughs> do you want me to give the so, score?
0: Yeah, given the score. So it was Geelong 50... Another fucking
1: interjection.
0: ...defeated... Well, I'm just more prepared, obviously. Geelong 50 (laughs) defeated these 45, so only five points in it.
1: Only five points in it. And right, let me get into the recap. Geelong went into the fourth quarter. They were leading by around 30 points going to the last. Then Melbourne kicked three unanswered goals to bring it back to... You know my maths is terrible, so I won't try and work that out. They were about... Eighteen points down at that stage. Yeah, Geelong then snagged one more before Melbourne added two more. Yeah. All right, so All right. it was real close at this stage. Bit of a shootout. I think it, it was, yeah, a bit of an old-fashioned shootout like a good Western movie. There was f- six points in it, which is a goal in AFL for anyone who doesn't know AFL. Mm-hmm. Um, that's worth six. Six points in it. Twelve seconds left, and the ruckman, which is Pierce from Melbourne. Not Daisy, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Daisy. Uh, she's um, not dead. She's not dead. She just... Retired. She's retired. Um, R.I.P. Daisy's career. Okay. But this Pierce is a different Pierce. She takes the ball out the rug, chucks it on the boot, kind of bananas it, and narrowly missed. She kicked a point, so it made it go from six points <laughs> to five. That's maths for you. <laughs> nice, mate. Um, so that difference was five points, 12 seconds left long just boot it down down the line as they do and they held on and they will play brisbane away next saturday night
0: yeah right nice thrilling last if
1: you want you got got a spare 20 minutes just go and watch the last quarter of that game very good
0: yeah all right have you ever thought about doing commentary mate because that was fucking that was beautiful
1: Oh, I fucking would, but I wouldn't do it with you because you just keep interjecting. No, I did Can't even get a word in edgeways, mate.
0: I would never do it with you, mate, because then I'd lose the opportunity to appreciate you doing it. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to? Do you want me to go through the uh, stats, like player stats of the game? <clears throat> or do you have? Oh, that yeah.
1: Coming? No, no, you got it, mate. Okay. You clearly have got it, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I just wanted to go through some of the players' efforts, so. Nina Morrison, oh, voice. <coughs> Nina Morrison for the Cats, uh, got twenty nine touches. That's a good game. Baller. Uh, Amy McDonald got uh, twenty one touches and two goals. That's a good game. And then we got Georgie Press Parker. So got eighteen touches and thirteen tackles. Thirteen tackles. Crazy. Hey, that's a. F- I'm I'm doing your thing that you know. I'm interjecting. Yeah, no, I just like that you're prepared and that you knew that. Well, do you want to go? I did. Do you want to go through the D's players then?
1: No, you you got it. That's the only stat I saw.
0: For the Ds, um, Eliza West was the top disposal getter with, with 26 touches. And a disposal is... Uh, Not bad. If Not you bad. have the footy in your hand and you either kick it or handball it, you get given a disposal just for you who so don't know. And then uh, Olivia Purcell got um, 18 touches as well. And then <clears throat> is it Eden... Is that Lanker or Tanka? I can't. Oh, Zanker. Sorry, I can't read my fucking writing. Eden Zanker with game-high three goals, which is a which is a good effort.
1: Yeah, no ballers. Um, Geelong through to the prelim next week, playing Brisbane. What's your big call
0: for that one? Oh, I don't know. Um, Brisbane, I think a uh, a more consistently better team, but Geelong have had some run in the finals, so. Yeah, I mean, we, we've
1: not mentioned that. Melbourne, the Ds out in straight sets again. Yeah, yeah. Just like the men's AFL team. Yeah, they, they struggle in finals.
0: Call them the Tottenham of AFL, hey.
1: Yeah. Do you like the Ds though generally?
0: Not really. I've never really been a fan of the Ds. I've always found them to play pretty boring footy. I do like some of their players, but um, yeah, no, I can't say I've been a massive fan of the club, no.
1: Really, you're not a D's fan? No. Um, so, if it was opposite day, what would you say? Uh, in regards to what? Whether you like the D's. It's opposite day.
0: I, yeah, I'd say I love the D's, man. What about D's nuts? <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> Got him. Sucked in your vlog.
1: <laughs> Go on, talk <laughs> us through the Adelaide game. <laughs>
0: Fuck like me! I just before you just ruined my train of for. I wanted to just mention that it is being played in Brizzy as well. That game, so I think that is um, can definitely uh, be the reason why Brisbane get over the Cats. Which and it's on Saturday night for those of you who want to tune in. Saturday night Brisbane versus Cats at Brighton Homes Arena. Right.
1: On you, mate. Up the deep. <laughs> Fuck me.
0: All right. Let's move on to the Crowies. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't get an opportunity to watch this game. I didn't get an opportunity to do uh, to watch much sport over the weekend. Unfortunately, it was a, um, I was. Uh,
1: Tell us why, mate. What was the big occasion? Was, Did you have a thirtieth or something.
0: Yeah, it, I, it was my birthday. I and I had lots of engagements due to that. Lots of people. Um, wanting to, to hang out which was nice so I did all those things so yeah I missed the game which was unfortunate but bloody oath Crows Crows turned up didn't they
1: Crows dominated yeah. how many points was it they won by in the end
0: I'm glad you asked mate because I got that here um, oh that's why. Crows 82 defeated Swans uh, 15 so you do the math right. mate I, fe- I
1: don't want to do the math oh, I that's believe I- that
0: is 68 points if I'm correct
1: what was it? Eighty-two to fifteen.
0: Yeah. Or is it? It's no, it's not. Sixty-seven. That. Sixty-seven points.
1: Sixty-seven.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm not good at maths. Yeah. But no. I, th- I think it's sixty-seven. Inbox. You had time to work that out. Inbox mate. us if we're wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, the players of the game uh, for for the Crows. Fucking hell. Ann Hatchard. Um, was that her name? Ann.
2: <laughs> it
0: okay. is. Oh God, mental blank there, but I'm pretty sure it is. Hatchard. Anyway, had a absolute game and a half, 36 disposals and two goals. Um, best on ground, baller, performance. absolute baller. Give her the three votes. And then Marinoff had a had a lazy day out with 26 big ones as well. Um, and Danielle Ponta had 24 and a goal. Um, and then for the Swans, uh, Laura Gardner had 22 touches, and Ella Heads would. 20 touches as well with their best performers, but yeah. Um, it to be is f- Anne Hatchard, yeah, yeah, I thought so, just in my head, I had a mental blank, but what um, game that is, yeah, whiz, unreal. I tell you what, and I said it on the pod last week, I was scared of the Swans, is there t- yeah, not anymore, yeah, they're a team I watched this year and they play really good fast footy, so I definitely thought that they could bring it to us, but. Yeah, we turned up and... Um, Swannies, Gonies, mate. Yeah. And I reckon justice was served on the uh, Adelaide Oval or wherever it was played. Norwood Oval, mate, as we discussed last week, spiritual, spiritual ground of the AFLW. Um, so, yeah, so Crows move on to the prelim next week on Sunday against the Kangas at oh. at Icon <laughs> Park. So that's uh, obviously going to be in Melbourne, um, and yep. Kangaroos' home game, but that's going to be a pearler of a game.
1: That should be good. Yeah, Kang is quite decent. Um, that's the one to watch, I think.
0: Yeah, I think two of the, probably the best teams all year, to be honest. So they're going to battle out there. Um, I, I'm, I'll i make the call now. Whoever wins that game wins the granny, I reckon. Oh,
1: you heard it here first. The bloke loves the Ds. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he thinks the winner of that game will win the grand final cup.
0: That's it. That's it. All right, so yeah, so tune in to these games. They're going to be massive and then...
1: Yeah, big week of prelims next week. They will be good to watch.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then we'll uh, we'll get back to you next week with the results. Yo! All right, so that was AFLW for this week. Um, Alex, what you got for us? I know <laughs> you mentioned before that it's draft night and I... Absolutely had no idea, to be honest. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, draft night tonight, the big one. Um, I don't know why it's split over two nights. They do the first round tonight
0: and then the second
1: round tomorrow. No, they do the rest
0: of it tomorrow. It's just the first round tonight.
1: Why they do that? Any reason?
0: Um, Yeah, potentially. Do I know the reason? No. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Have you got any big calls? Is there going to be any late draft changes or is it going to be... West Coast draft, Harley Reid.
0: To be fair, we're recording this at 6.23 Adelaide time, which is 6.53 Melbourne time. So they're probably about to start. And they've... I
1: think it starts at seven, yeah, yeah. So
0: there's probably been a few moves. Um, I, 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 I don't know. The only thing I could see was, was that um, North Melbourne trying to get that number one pick. So I'm not sure if they ended up doing that, but that was where most of the talk was, packaging a lot of their picks to try and get that. Yeah, elusive number one.
1: Yeah, I think he'll probably end up, oh, probably end up just going to West Coast, won't he? Who? Harley Reid. I just wanted to confirm you know it's Harley Reid, not Horn Francis. <laughs> He's um, the number one, right? He's the unwavering choice for number one,
0: undisputed number one. But I don't know if I mentioned it on the pod before, but I've said it to my West Coast Eagle um, cousin, who's a mad fan. I told him that I thought West Coast could make a sneaky little play at Daniel Curtin for number one. Cause I,
1: He's the West Australian yeah, boy. Yeah, Western
0: Australian boy. He's meant to be the best defensive player in the draft. And I just think he is more important to West Coast at the moment. I feel like yeah. they're very, very low on stock in the key defensive areas. So I don't know. I think that could be a little roughy there. And, um,
1: yeah, are they silly to take Harley Reed? Is he just going to want to come back in a few years, or will he, yeah, get used to it over there?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think we touched on it, but it's like he's meant to be an elite player and like the the best player in the draft by by far. So I don't think it's dumb if West Coast get him, um, even if he's there for two years. I think he's going to add to their midfield based on. What they're saying is gonna be like and they haven't got it wrong to be fair with the last few top picks. Um, obviously with Nick Dacos coming into the competition and starring straight away and Harry Sheesel last year. Um But yeah, um yeah. (laughs) I I think I think um (laughs) I (laughs) I think it could be a better play for them if they get Daniel Curtin. So but who knows, it's yeah, I could be proven very wrong in about ten minutes time.
1: True, and it wouldn't be the first time, would it? Mm. But with it being the big draft night, um, I have got Harley Reid's draft profile. Um, it is something I did some research in over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to do is obviously, you know, the draft profile shows a bit about him as a player, as a person, <clears> his <throat> personal attributes. Um, so I yep. wanted to compare him to yourself, mate, because we know <laughs> that you've You've been a, a good old-fashioned baller at times, and I just wanted to make some of those comparisons to see how you would compare to number
0: one pick, Harley Reid. Uh, let's do it. I'm excited for this. Let's start with the height. I reckon there won't be much difference there.
1: No, uh, we'll go age first, I guess. Age. I think Harley Reid's 18. Um, mm-hmm. You're 30 biologically, <laughs> um, possibly a bit older. Body's been unkind to you at times. The feet yeah. are probably 45. Yeah, um, absolutely. So there's twelve year age gap, um, and there's, there's a bit of height gap as well. I must say, um, <laughs> Harley Reid is six foot one hundred eighty seven centimeters. Great height.
0: Um, He's actually shorter than I thought.
1: Yeah, well he is, <laughs> but he ain't as short as our next uh, draft profile <laughs> candidate. 163 centimetres. is... Five foot four. That and that's insane. being kind. That's uh, in his mum's high heels.
0: Absolute
1: lie. Carmen Caruso. He is 163 centimetres again. Where this are you is not, where This is you not a personal dig, mate. This is not a personal dig. I've try to be as factual as i can i'm taking all my investments out of this it's just the facts did you get me my measurements
0: back. when i was fucking 11 years old <laughs> fuck off to be fair i have i literally have only grown about six centimeters since then but i'm yeah anyway i don't want to sound offensive moving on
1: mate <laughs> um weight harley reed obviously a bit taller he's 85 kilos, lots of lean mass there, probably. (laughs) And Carmen is 55 kilos wet through. We've got on this spreadsheet, um, which is, is, can I just add, old by any AFL footballer? Can I just Um,
0: add, it is a strong looking 55 kilos.
1: (laughs) It's a chicken frame. Deceptively (laughs) strong. (laughs) (laughs) Position, Harley Reid is a bit of a. You know, big ball magnet. He's midfielder, Carmen, mainly bench. We've got, <laughs> um, but can do a bit of time, possible late subbing if you get injured, but you probably don't want to use him if you can afford not to. Uh. Um, so here's some of Harley Reid's strengths, mate. And obviously, I'll go through yours after. So, yeah, Harley Reid is, is contested game strong. His physicality being six foot 185, he's a tough boy. Yeah, uh, versatility he can do a bit of forward craft, he can do a bit of uh, midfield time, big ball winner, uh, and his cleanliness with the footy. He's a great user of the footy. Um, yeah. So, to compare that to you, and again, I've tried to be as fair as I can with these, so just stop me if you think any are uh, a bit untoward. Um, <laughs> Carmen can jump quite high for a small person.
0: Oh, this is the first true thing you've said.
1: Yeah, that's fair, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's also It's true. not
1: enough to actually do any damage, but he can jump high for someone on his side. Um, <laughs> he's got a low centre of gravity. I think that's reasonable. Comes with a territory, 55 kilos, 5 foot 4. <laughs> um, I couldn't go into your draft uh, capital without mentioning that you were once tagged... By two times, Brownlow medalist Lockie Neal.
0: Absolutely.
1: Is that true? Because that's what we've been told.
0: Well, maybe tag is a bit <laughs> of an overstatement, but I did play on him. Well, he, yeah, I reckon he was told to just, you know, stick tight with me because I was dominating that game. It was yeah, prob- you you obviously outplayed him, right? Well, like I said. So that That's was the
1: story we've been told. I so was about, don't change your tune now.
0: Yeah, I was about 14 or 15 at the time, and I was a hundred and sixty-four centimetres then, or whatever you've got me down as. Um so I was 163. Oh, and he was quite small, um, Lockie yep. Neil back then. It was a gun. So it was, was a yep. gun. Um But yeah, I just I was just on it that day and uh poor Lockie played second fiddle to me. So I'd like to think that there was some motivation there. For him and
1: yeah, no, I think he's probably got a picture of you up on his on his uh, wardrobe. Looks at it and just reminds himself every day, you know, what happened on that fateful night. Yeah,
0: I I I, think that there was a bit of a credit to me in his Brownlow um, speech. Um, I can't yeah. I can't be a hundred percent sure, but I do no, think
1: hard to tell. Yeah. yeah. So, would you say you peaked in high
0: school? I'd say I peaked coming out of the womb. To be honest. <laughs>
1: You were as tall as that then. Anyway, on more strengths, mate. More strengths of yours. Um, have you disagreed with any so far? Um, absolutely. All right. Uh, well, we won't. We won't hear your side. Um, another strength has a hybrid tattoo. This is not one tattoo but two combined into one. We'll call it a merger of sorts. Um. It's half chili peppers, half pearl jam. Um, I don't reckon there's many like you in the draft with a hybrid tattoo, so I think wear that on your sleeve or, or on your chest <laughs> in this case. Um, next one.
0: It's getting a bit personal, mate. That's just... No,
1: no, don't don't bring personal into this. This is just facts. Again, do you have a hybrid tattoo?
0: Yeah, it wasn't something I was willing to share with the public, but there we go. Well, you
1: don't start a pub with me then. Um, fast?
0: Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. And
1: by that, I mean intermittent fast every morning <laughs> <for> 16 hours. <laughs> Obviously, he's not actually quick. I'm just talking about fasting. Um, uh. And this is, again, I probably am. i mainly, you know, calling you out to people who also know you because they'll understand what it's like, but... Uh, Carmen is never beaten. He's only ever beats himself. Mm-hmm. So um, say if you play tennis with him, which we've we've done at a time, it, it, one of his problems with me, because I beat him regularly, is that I just get the ball back.
0: You do. Very, I do. I just get the ball back. It's very and that's the fucking aim of
1: the game, mate. It's very. So, <laughs> but no. that's why he can't beat me, because I just get the ball back. So, Yeah. If, again, really, really just poor bloke. Um, and the final thing, and this is a- alleged, he once <laughs> allegedly hit 16 free throws in a row <laughs> in a gym by himself.
0: Well, uh, how's this add to my AFL draft capital? Hand-eye coordination. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's, it's, it's true. It's one of the best accomplishments of my sporting life.
1: And that's that's it. I didn't want to get too personal, so I I stopped there. Um, nah, good stuff, man. But yeah, that was it. That's my draft um, profile for you, mate. Let us know what you think of Carmen's draft capital and how much what pick he'd be going. If in in if
0: this I year's draft. if yeah if I was in this draft, where do you reckon I'd go? Um, which what's the final pick? I think it's in like the seventies this year
1: say it ends at 79 then i'd yeah. put you 80 80 <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> nice thanks good mate. stuff no, anyway awesome. enjoy
1: the draft folks watch it intently and uh yeah just think what could have been for carmen a few years ago
0: many years ago let's move on shall we to uh, our song of the week
1: Yes, yes. Song of the week. There is some lots of songs out in the world. Alex, but should we, we have
0: picked one? We've each. picked one each. And should we let them know what we what we did over the weekend in regards to making the playlist and such?
1: Yes, we should. We um we made little posts on our story, and then on our story we've saved the highlights, so you can go back and see songs a week. Or if you're more of an audio person. Mm -hmm. you can you're in luck i'll tell you that (laughs) because you can go and listen to the spotify playlist that carmen has made which features all of our songs of the week and it's going to be a banging playlist by the time we finish this show which could be it could be weeks it could be days it could be hours
0: (laughs) it could be years it's gonna be a playlist to play at your birthdays at your weddings you know and we might start charging um (laughs) can can you charge (laughs) No, you can't. What's the
1: charge? <laughs> <laughs> Eating a meal. I suck out a Spotify playlist.
0: <laughs> All right, kick us off, mate. What what was the song you chose this week? I
1: chose, so they're a band out of Melbourne. I think you and I have seen them. Um nah, you and they, you
0: and I have never seen them. Good
1: Australian band though. <laughs> uh cool. Um, so <laughs> the band is called Good Morning um so it's not just something you say to your beloved partner when you roll over to him in the morning it's also a band from melbourne and the song is garden great Um, song it's a banger it's a really good track um bit of an indie what would you say indie pop yeah Um, folky as well folky yeah indie pop indie folk great Um, band aren't they they are very good. Yeah, they're good. They've got a release that just came out in September, which is also very good. So if you want somewhat more recent, but I've picked probably my favourite, which is Garden of their collection, which came out in 2019.
0: you right. Sorry, just to uh, ask quickly, um, you might've mentioned it, but I probably wasn't listening. Um, are they an Australian band?
1: Yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah okay. They're from cool. Melbourne. Yeah. Um, we went to a show. I did buy a t-shirt, which is just slowly falling apart because it's been years. Mm. Uh, That's how much I'll wear it. That was
0: a great show. Yeah. I really yeah, enjoyed it was,
1: that. Yeah, we saw a bit of a broken down version of them. Yeah. Me? It was more acoustic vibes. Yeah, um,
0: A little nice little outdoor venue. That was cool.
1: It was, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cool. What what have you been listening to, mate? What's your song of the week?
0: I've been listening to a band from Chicago actually. Um and I know I like to do more local bands, but this tune has been in my head for the last couple of weeks and I wanted to share it with everyone. So it's a band called Twin Peaks. Don't know Twin if you've Peaks. heard of them now. They're quite big. Great show. <laughs> yeah. They're they're quite a big <laughs> Chicago band. Um and so this this one track in particular is called Making Breakfast. So um, oh,
1: so after you've said good morning, you'll be...
0: Making breakfast. Right.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, one of
0: the greatest memes. Um, oh, that's brilliant. But yeah, g- give it a spin. Um, have a listen to the Spotify playlist. Let us know. What you think of the tracks? And um, yeah, stay tuned for next week.
1: You, you.
0: All right, moving on to the only important thing of this podcast, Alex. Kitty update. Yes,
1: give it to us. I know you're the you're the stat man, the man with the numbers, the mythical beast that is Carmen Caruso. And his kitty updates. What we got?
0: Well, I um, fucking have it on my phone. I didn't write it down,
1: so i me just get it up here quickly. <laughs> you take time, mate. Uh, we don't need any preparation or anything.
0: All right, so this week, our worst week since we started the pod. Was it? Yeah.
1: Fuck, it didn't seem that bad.
0: Yeah, it wasn't that bad, but yeah, it was our worst week. We um We ended up losing twenty dollars and fifty cents
1: oh that's so not too, bad. not
0: too bad but it could have been worse right we fucking started the week very poorly
1: Hey, we should count ourselves lucky there's people out here losing lives and we're just losing 20 bucks true absolutely well perspective
0: yeah just yeah okay moving on um <laughs> <laughs> we were we were zero and ten i think at one point um at the oh, start yeah but we picked it up out of 17 bets we placed all week we won four um and that was within the last couple of days so we really salvaged ourselves the last few days so um i mean you touched on it earlier you you were busy you were preoccupied and let's just
1: say some of the bets that you were placing they weren't your best they weren't your best and i know that you'll bounce back after this week you'll be back to your best because you always do, mate. That's what we love about you. Mm, um, mm, but mm. just wanted to highlight that bit. Bit disappointing nah, you this thanks, week, mate. but that's what happens when you turn forty-five.
0: Yeah, nah, true. And I don't want to get, don't want to seem like I'm getting defensive. But take us through your pick with um, Russell Westbrook, mate, because I believe this is my uh, robbing of the week.
1: Absolutely, the crows were robbed right in front of me. Right in front of me. This is Robin of the week. And this is one of the reasons why we lost twenty dollars because old Rusty boy he moves to the bench as I predicted we won't go on about that. <laughs> call me mystic fucking mace. um he moves to the bench, he comes off he he didn't play his guest guest didn't play best game of basketball, but what he did do, we had him for three assists in our bet, and he got himself two two of the bad boys. But I did watch that game.
0: And that, this is, is the idea that is Rob such the a good line for him as well because he usually gets quite a lot of assists. like that's Yeah, I thing. thought,
1: oh, come on, he'll do all the ball handling. Nah, he stood in the corner for fucking corner threes, which is not his game at all. Um, but there was one stage he did get a two assists and a fast break opportunity. He's got the ball middle of a three-man play against one. He dishes it to Paul George to the left side. Paul George runs in, doesn't want to do an easy layup, has to do some weird reverse layup thing, misses it. Opportunity
0: gone. There's the third assist we needed. See you later back. One of the elite finishers in the game as well. You, like Paul George makes that nine out of ten times. Ten out of ten times, really, in yep. an open drive.
1: And Russ only played 17 minutes (coughs) off the bench. Norman Powell off the bench played 27-plus, but nah, all good. Russ, just a multiple-time All-Star, Hall of Fame player. Just chuck him on for 17 minutes.
0: Rubbish. Mm. Didn't want to put Norman Powell in the bet, did you, mate?
1: No, well, um, no.
0: Nah, Um, good stuff, good stuff. So, in conclusion... We were robbed. Yeah, but in conclusion... You made that bet, right? And that contributed to us losing. Yeah.
1: I did, but in conclusion, we were robbed. <laughs> robbed! Because he should have got that assist. So yeah. thank Paul George. Don't blame me, blame no. PG13.
0: To be fair, that is gambling. Gambling is always everyone else's fault.
1: Absolutely. And what, yeah.
0: what's our motto here on In Unknown, mate? Let's just remind the fans
1: deflect.
0: Blame everyone else <laughs> It is never your fault Exactly
1: Good morning and breakfast <laughs> <laughs> No, our motto is We're losing money So you don't have to And that's $20 this that's week So it. count yourselves lucky You've earned four almond lattes oh,
0: I was going to say That's Well, these days That's fucking two coffees <laughs> Yeah, it's one and a half Yeah So that's um, No, that's it Yeah Right. On to a better week next week, mate. That's it. Dust it off. Dust ourselves off, mate. We we get up next week. All right. That's it. Let's move on to the big one.
2: Rankin. It's ranking time.
0: Alright. It's your favorite time. And this this particular episode, I'm in control of the rankings. Thank fucking Christ. Cause last week that was fucking horrendous. Microwavable foods—that is one of the worst things I've ever been part of in my life. I don't think you appreciate a microwave, but we'll save that for a rainy day, mate. Yeah. Anyway, so I—I'm the saviour this week. We're going to talk about something very interesting. Surely it incites a lot of nostalgia with you listeners. There, we're going to discuss our favourite PlayStation and Xbox games.
1: Nice. Yep.
0: All right. So we're gonna we're gonna do a top five of those, mate. So. You uh, you kick us off. What was your number five here? Number
1: five, I had a game and it was called Stump Man. Um, Stump Man. I will preface this because I think. What console was it on first? Is on PlayStation Two, okay. I believe. Yep. Um. Uh. I think obviously a game. It's not just the game, is it? It's about who you play it with. It's the experience, What time right? of your life? Yeah, it's yeah. it's all those things. So it's not just the game that I'm ranking here. It's it's the time of your life that you were playing. Oh, it. absolutely. All right. I don't want to get all Green Day on you, but yeah, <laughs> time of your life. Um, so Stuntman was a game where you are the stunt driver for, uh, what would be movies? Yeah, I guess. Um, and yeah, you are directed to do these like scenes from movies and you're the driver of the car yeah and then at the end once you've done it it was quite tough some of the things um it shows your finished like article in the movie which is pretty cool
0: oh this sounds so familiar sh-
1: yeah yeah it was it was mainly my dad and my uncle that played it so i was just sort of an avid watcher but i did occasionally get the controls if they were really pissed off with it <laughs> so yeah, Right. Yeah, number five stuntman
0: Okay, hopefully that rings a few bells with some people out there. Um, all right, my number five, um, absolute classic. It's a rock star game. So, the makers of Grand Theft Auto, uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, I thought you meant like GarageBand. <laughs> GarageBand? No, that's a called? fucking Mac <laughs> app, mate.
2: <laughs> rock band or guitar. <laughs> rock band Hero. guitar. Yeah.
0: No, oh, that, yeah. see, that could have made my list. I just, yeah. Just want to preface that this was probably the most difficult thing for me ranking top five yeah, you're favorite a gamer games. I'm a massive you're, gamer, so
1: there's you're more of a gamer than me. That should be said. Yeah,
0: there's lots of things that have lots of games I love that have missed out. So yeah, just wanted to preface that. But anyway, my number five made by Rockstar. Um, yeah, like I said, Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption. It was um, it was Bully. Have you ever, did you ever play Bully? Oh,
1: Bully, yeah, I was talking to my roommate about this one. Recently. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. such a fun game when you, you, you control that kid who, um, well, he goes to this, like, private school and he, you have to cause some shenanigans and you get to go to class and, like, do classes and stuff and, I don't know, it's just I a, can
1: see why you'd like that, like. Good chance to turn the table, hey, when you get home from school after a long day of being bullied <laughs> and then you come home and take it
0: out on these virtual characters. Yeah, absolutely. It was my saving grace as a kid. But no, it was uh, yeah, such a fun game. They did a remake recently as well or like a remaster of it and that's, um, yeah, lots of fun to play. So that's my number five. Very good. Number my four number fear.
1: four yep. is a fishing game and it was called Real Fishing, I believe. I can't remember the exact name, but was me it and my wait, sister was it, used to play
0: this. Was it Bass Master Fishing? Did you have like a little rod as a controller? No,
1: nah, no, nah, it wasn't that high tech. This uh, was just okay. PS, PS1, this is. This is going back. Yeah,
0: right, um, okay.
1: And when you've got a fish on, it went, fish on. <laughs> that was the highlight. I think
0: I have played
1: that. <laughs> it's fucking good. And it'll be like, rainbow trout too short um, <laughs> to, be, yeah, to be to be fair fun.
0: i had a game called bass master fishing i, I think it's the exact same game but it must have been like a sequel or something and it had a, yeah. it had a rod as a controller oh that's pretty cool. yeah that was so much fun but yeah, yeah that's all right cool. it was good yeah cool all right and as a vegan you can play that game now
1: Vicarious, so yeah you can live through the moral yeah um, exactly
0: yeah yep. without doing all the the harmful stuff. No, that's cool, yeah.
1: man. Yeah, for Sean.
0: <laughs> All right, number four for me was a, a very immersive sort of family game. I don't know if you ever um, had any of the buzz games.
1: Yeah, yeah, I and did you could get
0: the, the controllers were like buzzers. Yeah, 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 they were good. So number four for me was Buzz, the big quiz. I, oh, me and my siblings used to smash that game. That was. The host so- looked like
1: fucking. A warped version of Johnny Bravo. Yeah, like
0: yeah, hundred percent.
1: Blonde fringe
0: on him and he had like an Australian accent. I don't. I think someone like famous Australian, famous voice person, um, is the voice of him. I can't remember who it is. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that was my number four. That's that's very nostalgic. You still love Yeah, that.
1: that's a good one. That, that was PlayStation two. Is that right? Or I guess they had multiple. Yeah, we versions. got that
0: on the PS two. Yeah.
1: Number three for me, Crash Bandicoot, oh, um, and none of these remakes, I do like the remakes, but the OG one, like PS1, um, really good. Yeah. That was one of the, those games that got you into gaming, or it was for me. So yeah, Crash Bandicoot, great game, still holds up.
0: Amazing soundtrack and just general sounds, hey? Yeah, yeah, and no, a very interactive. Yeah, like when you get the the womp fruit, the sound that it makes. Yeah, yeah. And when you get Aku Aku in the box. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh That's that cool. No, Crash yeah. is the best. No, good one. I'm agreeing with these so far, mate. Good stuff. Um, Thanks, mate. <clears throat> glad to have your approval. But you're going to love this one, mate. My number three is, uh, well, it's it's two games, but of the same sort of, um, not genre, but it's, it's the same game. Same character, but different games. Anyway, it's Marvel's Spider-Man, which was the game on PS4, PS5, and then the OG one that I loved. Well, not the OG, the one after the OG one, but it was um, probably the best one of the series, which was Spider-Man 2, which was on the the PS2. But yeah, I don't know if you've ever played Spider-Man games. They're so much fucking fun.
1: I reckon I maybe (laughs) played one of them on the playstation 2 i haven't played any of the remakes because it's like a miles morales one yeah that
0: know, one's though. really good too
1: i know you used to love that um still. you've do, never man. grown up but <laughs> yeah um carry on
0: yeah no, nah, i uh, yeah love them spider-man 2 on the ps2 was the first game i think i ever finished 100 100- with 100 percent completion i did yeah everything you could do on the game it was uh, a good time
1: Number two, <clears throat> I'm on, gonna go now. You know, I'm generally, especially in modern console eras, I'm generally just a FIFA and COD guy. You That's are the only two games, and I haven't bought FIFA this year because I'm on a protest, I'm sick of them.
2: Yeah,
1: but, um, but FIFA 10 to go back, it, like you said, nostalgic, it's who you're with, that time of your life, yeah. like you're in high school, um, yeah, just used to play a load of FIFA 10, make our own teams, and the, the gameplay that year was actually really good. So uh, United were decent for a change as well, so it <laughs> that's, was pretty
0: nice. That's probably the yeah the first FIFA I ever like really smashed and probably the last one I remember enjoying, to be fair, so that's yeah, a good shout. Yeah,
1: no, FIFA 10. FIFA 20 was really good, which is a way more recent one, but FIFA 10, like that holds my heart. So
0: Yeah, I feel yeah. like for me, from FIFA 07 to, like, 10, 11 was, like, that was the the best ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, fair. Showing your age there, mate.
0: Nice, man. Yeah. (laughs) All right, my number two, and I think this is a game you've only recently discovered, and I know you've played, like, the newest one and that you enjoyed it, but I remember back in the day, they used to have a promo for this game when the first PS2 came out, and, like, when you bought a loaf of bread... You know the what's the thing called that holds the bread together?
1: Like the the tie, the bread tie. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was called bread tie. There was like little uh, coupon or like code on it, and you had to enter it into this website. And if you collected all these codes, um, and uh, you'd get the game and the PlayStation for free. I never won it, but I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed doing that, like getting the Thanks bread. Thanks for
1: that tidbit <laughs> of information.
0: But it, yeah, it made, when the game did come out, I, I bought it anyway because um, yeah, I was just obsessed with the with the characters at the time and such, and the way they promoted it. And that game is Ratchet and Clank.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: And I've Ratchet. played every single Ratchet and Clank game. In the series, and they're just so much fun, and I never get sick of them. They're what, probably the game that I return to the most as well. Yeah, do you like the newest one? Yeah, love it. Yeah. The one on PS4—that's the one you got, yeah.
1: Uh, Dan's got it. Our roommate—he—he's uh, got that one. I've not played it. I've played the remake of the old one
0: though. Oh yeah, that's right, and that was on PS4, I think as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I love them and I think they're making another one soon as well so I can't wait for that.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, Honourable Mansion
0: time. Have you said your number two?
1: I've said my number two is oh, yeah, FIFA, FIFA 10. Yeah, go on, Honourable Mansion, I'm going Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Oh. PlayStation 2, it was great. i bought that for 30 quid and i spent a lot of my spends on it and i spent a lot of time on it as well
0: did you play so that co-op wasn't that a good co-op game or is that another one of the lord of the rings games that was a good co-op i think one? you
1: could i think you could be two different characters um but i was billy no mate so there's no friends to play it with um so shout out <laughs> to all my friends they're all in my head um <laughs> but yeah lord of the rings return of the king is my honorable mention do you want me to hit you with me number one yeah mate lead into your number one Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, right. It is the ultimate online experience. You've gotten from school, you've had a crisp sandwich, you're <laughs> just ready to go, and you're online <laughs> with your mates. You've got the Barrett 50 Cal. You just, oh, Can you're you... just camping and.
0: Can you talk talk us through how you're holding a PlayStation controller and eating a sandwich at the same time? I did
1: say you've had your crisp sandwich by that point. Your fingers are still a bit salt and vinegary as you're playing on the console. Unreal. What a time to be alive. (laughs) Why are Um, you having
0: a salt and vinegar sandwich? Why
1: not? (laughs) Why not having a salt and vinegar crisp sandwich? eh? You've not lived if you've not tried that.
0: Yeah, to be fair, that is the age where you do try that stuff, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that is. Um but yeah, that's me number one. Yeah. Quite a clear number one for me that.
0: For a like experiences that's up there, like the amount you play that with your mates and stuff like that, so that is a really good just, one. That was the first one that
1: really got me into online gaming. Yeah. Like you're chatting with your mates. Um again, didn't have many, so I was just in <laughs> random online lobbies, but that's it. That was enough for me.
0: nice mate i'm glad that that was a a, a positive experience for you as a kid and making some friends (laughs) um all right so my honorable mentions i got three here because i can't really (laughs) i can't separate them and like they're all like just as enjoyable and they're sort of like those real og playstation one type games so they're like some of the first games i ever played and that was spyro
1: yeah classic spyro Spyro the
0: dragon the yeah. crash bandicoot's like I had to add that in there cuz I love those games. Um yeah. and Ape Escape, if anyone's ever heard of Ape Escape, which was a PS1 game. Your main Never character, you got to capture these these bad monkeys and when you capture them they turn good. Um so yeah, that was uh that's my honorable mentions. Um again, couldn't separate them. But leading into my number 1, um my favorite game, the best stealth game I think there is out Splinter Cell. Bang. Thanks for letting me have that. No worries.
1: <laughs> I, I heard stealth and I knew exactly what was coming.
0: Splinter Cell. It's, uh, yeah, I fell in love with that game when it was on the PS1, the OG one. Um, probably shouldn't have been allowed to have that game at the time, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> Shout out your parents. Yeah, thanks, mum and dad, for buying me <laughs> a game where you go and kill people was the objective. <laughs> um, no, but that's what's good about the game, actually. You can choose to be non-lethal or lethal. But, yeah, of course, I was fucking popping heads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, love that game. And then they released one on the PS2 called Double Agent as well. That was part of the series. That was amazing as well. Um, and exciting news for anyone who does know Splinter Cell because it's very hard to, to get the games now. They're not on, like, the new PS, PlayStation Network um at all so you can't get the old games unless you actually have the original PS1 and the game um, but yeah they're doing a remaster for next year so that uh, PS4 oh, cool. PS5 players you can yeah you'll be able to buy it and um, play it again which I'm super excited for and it's going to be um, remastered and you know with new graphics and stuff that's going to be fucking so much fun so I can't wait for that sick bang we're done
1: that was, good list. That, was that was a good, good
0: one. In, lots of nostalgia there.
1: Yeah, we'll have to get some mailbags. We did have one mailbag come in this week, which you can get to all our links in our Instagram bio. We've got a little link tree and you can hit mailbag and you can send us your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, and we'd like to hear your favorite video games. Which ones did we miss?
0: Yeah, yeah, please tell us. Um And yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do that rankings because... Uh, someone sent us in a, an idea for a ranking, didn't they?
1: Yeah, we don't discriminate, even if they're bad ideas.
0: Yeah, so we might, yeah, we might do them. Uh, yeah, no, we, we'll try our best to do them. Um, yeah. Just make sure what you send in, send in is good, though. Cheers.
1: Yeah, cheers. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, catch us on social media, follow us on Instagram, um, TikTok, Facebook, you name it, we're on it we're making bad content on every level so
0: 100%. give us a follow so, give us a follow share us tell tell your mates about us and uh that brings us to the end really now hey I think that's, a good that's wa- it good way yeah. to segue up
1: have a good week
0: everyone and
1: wish harley read all the best at west coast <laughs> <laughs> see you later kids